soon and um, hold for a few minutes while everyone joins all right good morning everyone good morning wherever you are in the world thank you for ju- joining and tuning in we have some exciting stuff to cover today just give it a couple more minutes until we have a few more arrive the usual suspects are here all right, that song was especially for Terror Spaces that's listening in. I know that he's going to grab this recording and throw it onto a podcast that he can monetize later. I appreciate you being here, buddy. buddy um, that's not just for them. That? That's not just for them. That took me right back to 2009, man. That was uh, you know. That okay, was okay. Nice. Go, 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 go. No, don't don't don't, don't, don't say it. Don't say it. I want to know if anybody knows where that song was used. That it took the world by mm-hmm. storm. I'm sure you remember it, right, Andrew? Man, I was clapping. I, my wife looked at me like I was like, I was like <laughs> having a spasm in there. It was great. Yeah, man. They came out with a really good version of that during uh, during COVID, man. Like while everybody was locked down, they actually did one where they just every person kind of did their own thing in their homes and put the song together. It was pretty stinking awesome. So I only see one comment down there. If, if y'all, oh, actually, oh. no comments. If y'all leave a comment, let me know if you know where that song was from or where it was made popular because everybody knows that's, that's Goldfinger um, playing Superman. But if y'all know where that's from, I would love to know if there are any other nerds in here like myself. 100%. I, I actually thought it was the California or am I cheating? No. Well, it, no. wait. It, what? Uh, you, you lost me there for wait, a second. Were you asking where the song was made or where it came from? Where it became popular. It was used for um, a, on a certain oh, something that you might have experienced it. I don't realize. I'm I'm gonna start doing giveaways yeah, on this thing, man. This is this is way too fun for 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 other people not to know about this one. Um. Uh, he's, he's, uh, he's a neighbor. So this has to do, I'll give a tip here. I'm in Southern California. So San Diego, um, this guy lives probably 20 minutes away from me that made this song really famous. Um, Ooh. yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll put that out there. You're going to, this is going to be something on our minds plaguing us for the rest yeah, of the day. Are, Fantastic. You're at the end of the, uh, the end of the AMA rather than the beginning. I, I, I will absolutely disclose it. Don't worry. <laughs> Um, this guy tends to go around and yell at little kids on this. Oh, wait, wait. Joshua got it. Of course, Joshua got it. This guy goes around and says, do a kickflip. Do a kickflip. That's it. Tony Hawk Pro Skater. This song was the jam. Morning, just getting blisters on your thumbs. Trying to do freaking. It was phenomenal. Action. Action. How are you? How are you, Andrew? Well, Let's well. do a bit of a round, see everyone. Well, excited. Good. Guys, Good. We're, we're, we are well. in the we are in that final hundred meters, or I guess for all you Americans out there, hundred yards. 
um, sprinting here. I'm excited. It is really ramping up, that's for sure. What do we got? What are we, ta- what are we talking about? A, a meter is it's, it's less than a yard. No, a yard it's less is than a less yard. than a meter. You know. Come on, man. No, it, it, it not. Is a, are a you yard, kidding me? A yard is three feet, right? So that's thirty. That's uh-huh. thirty-six inches. A ruler is twelve inches, so it's three rulers, okay? And the ruler has got thirty centimeters on it, and a meter. All right, guys. Let's let's give let's give a round of applause that Andrew is not in charge of Tempe's tokenomics. Um. <laughs> I was going to say this is the third time. This is the third time that I've heard metrics conversation in the last month on the spaces. <laughs> yeah. So hey, this is one of the beauties of having an international team. Okay, we've got Canadians, we've got uh, uh, New Zealanders, we've got everybody in the world, and then we also have Americans who refuse and British people who refuse to work on the metric system. So that's great. It's coming together of people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I, I see. I see. Cosmos Haas is here, and he is uh, one of those Americans um, that will back me up and tell you that um, one meter is equal to like one point zero nine. That's, that's what I was saying. We were arguing the same side of the question. A meter is longer than a yard. I wasn't arguing the question. I was arguing the answer. Oh, Jesus. We move Wait, on. It looks like we've, we've got Val, Val's in here. <laughs> hey, Val. I see Val. I see Kyle. Couple more familiar faces. Good to see everyone. Yeah, hey everyone. I'm actually hey, one of the few on this team that's worked with both of the metric systems. So sorry, metric and Imperial. And the weird one. So Imperial. Empirical. Yeah. Empirical. Yeah. Never never really got well familiar. I carry two bushels so. two bushels to the crown and I wear an onion on my belt, which is the style at the time, if that makes it easier for you guys to understand. It really doesn't. <laughs> More confusing. Man. Um, so for those of you that don't know, um, I made my return to YouTube. Uh, thanks to Tempe, uh, you know, and all the cool stuff that's happening over there. I know, I know, Tommy, you got some interesting questions for us, but can we talk about what people want to hear about? Is that okay? Look, yeah, you've actually raised a good point, Action. We had a whole bunch of questions, um, but then a whole bunch more exciting stuff kind of poked its nose up. So we're going to leave the questions to near the end. Um, Now, for our listeners, there's a lot of questions, the community regarding IDO process, KDL process. There's a whole bunch. Tomorrow's AMA, we have our founders answering uh, those questions and not not giving an answers about why why it's not here just about when it's about to arrive as in every day we have the stuff coming out so there's some more exciting stuff tomorrow so please stay tuned but in the meantime uh action a hundred percent i had the privilege of waking up going to youtube and watching your latest video uh, you normally are doing um like i see a lot of shorts and i see a whole bunch of different like informative videos but Dude, you blew me away. That was that was such a cool video. And I anyone who has not yet, please go have a look at Actions Action CEO on YouTube and go have a look at his video. It's absolutely it, it gives us uh, make, puts us in a very shining light. So thank you, thank you, Action. I'll be honest with you. Like my my channel has been on life support. I've been working on trying to help other people grow their following and teaching them how to do videos and stuff. And this is literally me just getting back to what I do know how to do. Um, I will, you know, ask if you watch the video, what was the video about? 
the video was about uh, Timpy's node, the collector node, how you can run it, the type of resource it needs, a whole bunch of really rich information. And um, look, Action, you, you're, you've been in the node game for a long time. So it was really, really refreshing to hear someone talk about the Timpy nodes and the breakdown. And so I don't know you got me pretty excited this morning. Yeah, I had I had it's some people following up with linked. questions. What's that? Yes, it's now linked in the comments. So everyone after this space is go go check it out. Oh, you are it's the man, good. Val. I appreciate you, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's it was fun because it's something that's like near and dear to my heart, right? And um I did get a lot of questions, which means I'm probably gonna have to do uh, another one and answer the questions and do a little bit of a walkthrough and show everybody how it works. Because this is just a guess, but I think they're going to sell out tomorrow. <laughs> um, and and not to like, uh, not to give you more work or anything, action. But y- you know that we have a guardian, we have a geocore, and we have a synaptron. So there's plenty more work for you to continue doing this beautiful node uh, description videos. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind it. Ultimately, like if it's helping people understand how this step, this stuff, you know, the the tech works and how to get rewarded by supporting a, a network that's pretty freaking awesome. I am happy to do so. But I'm thinking that the next video I do, it's going to have to include something to to tickle uh, Andrew over there as well. Um, somebody was asking me about, I don't want to call him the competition, but somebody was asking me about research. And I was just doing a little bit of research and some comparisons between different platforms and what they show you. And man, um, the research people might be upset at me, but I'm hoping I can win them over. <laughs> Well, what's the question then? Uh, well, they're, basically, people were coming in and saying, hey, what about pre-search? Aren't they a decentralized search they, engine? And they, I'm like, they, yes, they are. they are a decentralized search engine that relies on other people's data. Yes. Now, um, it's not a bad thing. Pre-search, I love their project um, because we are all about emancipation of data and access to it, right? Um, the reality is, What's emancipation? You got to talk okay, to me like, okay. I'm fi- like I'm I'm at five. You know, emancipation five years old. means the freeing of something. Okay, the 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 uh, unleashing or the unlocking of. Oh, that's what they were talking about in school. The emancipation that's, declaration. That's, right. that's like yes. got it. Okay, so uh, right now we have data supremacy practices, which is the strategy of, of maintaining a, mono- a monopoly by big tech gatekeepers like Google and Bing, who. Pre-search is unfortunately forced to uh, work with at this point, right? They they have to use the API or a combination of APIs to help supplement their index. So like DuckDuckGo and Brave, pre-search, and uh, I I know there's a handful of other smaller uh, ones, but really those are the three main large privacy alternative search engines. Um, They are true. You can search, you can provide queries that are privacy protected, but you run the risk. And in most cases, you are forced to have to uh, negate that or relinquish that um, privacy as soon as you click on one of the search results that come from your query. And as soon as you do that, because they are working off of Google's uh, index or Bing's index, which is all about ubiquitous surveillance uh, of your, of your you know, just online uh, uh, habits, your online tracking, so that they can uh, they can help keep that market data. Uh, as soon as you use uh, one of the links that comes through one of these, then you are back in the system. Now, that what is different with us and why we claim that we are the first truly 
privacy secure decentralized search engine is because we only work off of our index, which is quickly coming up on the same size as uh, as Bing. So that's that's the difference. Yes, and yeah, Andrew is right. And addition to just getting the kind of biased and and um, gatekeep data, it's also the revenue share that you have to do with the um, um, the the indexes that you use. So um, you technically finance uh, the the same players that we want to fight against. So um, all most of the ad dollars go back to the to the index to who sourced the index so Bing yeah yeah i mean I, I would like to say that we don't we're not here to fight against anybody i i we don't we are not competing with uh with the convenience of google and bing and the modern web 2 thing i like it there's a time and place for that but what i feel strongly about and the reason that i i know i'm here and have been here for the last two and a half years is because there needs to be at least one alternative to being part of that kind of uh, um, internet, to be honest. You know, the, the, the conversation of be going head to head against people, that's, that's what people show up on spaces for. They want to hear the drama. Um, but I've been throwing thumbs down to both of you guys. It's twofold. First is to throw you off your game and make you, make you stutter a little bit, which I think it works. I, I, <laughs> I turn off my screen because I don't like getting, I don't like getting speaker's notes as I go along. <laughs> well, and the second one is that that's uh, secondary for me when it comes to banging. I'll tell you right now what I want to show people on screen. Um, when you go on Google and you start typing something, they give you like search suggestions. Well, guess what? When you go on free search and you type the same exact thing in, you're going to get Google search suggestions. That right there is already altered and never oh, in a million yeah. years will I be okay with my kids going on that platform to do a search? Like just search for things that your kids might search for. It, it's scary, guys. Like that's what like really upsets me uh, to no end, even before getting into the platform, just on the, on the homepage, right? On the pre-search homepage, on the Google homepage, when you start typing something and those search you know, suggestions come up, they're not things that you might want to have suggested to your toddler. Let's it's, put it that way. It, it's, that's such it, an interesting point because I was going through uh, the demo with uh, just a very close friend when we uh, when we launched the initial beta. Um, and having a universal access to the internet is great. Having it unbiased is great. And then having it uncensorable except by the community and the person is is where the you have to make that distinction because uh timpy does provide an uh, a complete access to the to the internet which there's a lot of stuff out there that i wouldn't want my kids seeing either but uh we don't predict what you're going to say because we don't track what you've uh, been doing but we do provide you the controls to be able to limit what it is so if you can set it you can set us so that we are actually a safe a safe version that is not providing uh uh, well, minors with uh, unethical information as well, but it's all self-determined yeah, it, in our UX. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it, it goes beyond what's on the internet. Like, yes, there are terrible things on the internet. That's not what I have an issue with, right, Andrew? It's what are you suggesting? Yeah, yeah. What are yeah. you putting in front of people? That's my issue with it all. It has nothing to do with what's on the internet. Man, like, Believe me, I'm all for freedom of speech. Everybody can say whatever they want. But once you start tilting the scales and saying, 
I want you to hear my truth. I got an issue with that. Have you guys ever done that? Have you, have you done this one uh, uh, where you type in uh, girls, girls uh, are, are, no, are girls. And it, it, in these predictor will say uh, on Google, are girls are capable of anything. Are girls capable of anything? Are girls as good as anything else? I dare you uh, at home to type in right now, are boys. And just, and I'm not sitting there making this a gender related thing, but it is interesting because it is, well, it doesn't make a lot of sense because the first one that came up on mine just now was, are boys able to get pregnant? Now, that is an interesting question that I'm sure all of us as teenage boys probably asked ourselves, but is it, uh, is it providing the same level of, of uh, healthy bias? And frankly, no, because bias isn't healthy. I think that's the one of the key points. The other thing, Andrew, is is it's a question as to whether this is a a you know it's it's been presented because it's a high searched um, you know uh, question, or whether it's just a, an autocomplete function that happens to be the most uh, relevant for the topic. I don't know. Yeah, I guess this is the question, right? How the data is delivered and who's who's decide making decisions behind um, that data. Well, that and that comes down to data governance and the overall governance model, which is an evolving system, right? Um, I am a firm believer that we should be ungovernable by anybody except our community, right? In terms of setting, we have obviously, we set some universal ethics codes, uh, which are just basic human ethical codes. And, I, and we can get into a debate on, on what makes that up, but let's just say the 10 commandments weren't written by a lightning bolt into a thing. They were probably written by a human because those are the basic things that keep people up at night. Right. If you, if you infringe upon them. So those aside, those are the basics. Apart from that, uh, are a right to determine whether we are at any given moment, uh, what, what it is that is acceptable should be decided by the society in which it exists. In my opinion. Yes, really the, the main thing is we'll be we'll be the only ones able to do that because we're transparent and we allow that to happen. It, the other players won't allow that to happen. It, it will. They won't allow the community or people to change because that's their um, that's their power. Or, or, well, their, or it, it will it will it will not necessarily not allow people to change. It will change. It will it will force decisions upon people upon society about what is acceptable, right? It's okay. So you know how every year you have the uh, uh, Oxford Webster Dictionary of English, okay, come out and they always add a couple of new words into the English lexicon, right? So uh, that means... What's a lexicon? A lexicon is the, is the, total, is the total corpus of, of words in the English language. It grows as, okay. as time goes on because English is an interesting language because it's made of French and, and German and, and Dutch and... and yeah, Andrew. Yeah, I know. I know. You got Riz. No, no, good, no, no. But we also no, but we also bring in words that are like start off as slang, like or as colloquialisms, and then it evolves over over time, right? And so that you look at a, a dictionary that is from last year versus a dictionary that was a hundred years ago. There are going to be different words in that dictionary. There are going to be more in the newer dictionary and less in the older one because the English language evolves. Now, that is a good reflection, I think, or a good analog of how it is that we are setting up uh, the, the, the governance of data, okay? It is 
society, it, like the English language or the English, oh, sorry, society takes the English language and, and evolves it, right? It, it, it shapes it uh, from accents to, to actual generation of new words and things of that nature. But it is completely ungovernable. You can't control how people use language and what gets adopted. But with, so right now we're in a, in a situation where, uh, you know, corporate interests essentially are dictating what, uh, like G GPT is a perfect example of this. What, it, what are you allowed to search and what are you allowed to talk about? That is determined in a black box uh, from, uh, you know, a, a, a model that is, that is it's terrified of liability, okay, of, of what information can be put out there. What we are setting up, is a way in which the the standards are always evolving because it is an ongoing participatory democratized uh, input system of 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 a community, and we could make this a global community. That doesn't mean you have to own who owns hundreds of millions of tokens get to decide what's right. It's if you are part of this community, you get to vote on this uh, on an ongoing basis. And so over time, we will be like the Webster's Dictionary, where we will just be uh, evolving based off of what is actually important in society. And that I find incredible because it means that we don't ever have anything to blame on to, in terms of what is out there. Are we going to real reflection of what is out there based off of what the actual opinions of people are rather than the perceived notions of what's politically correct or anything of that nature? Yeah, so let me ask a question to the audience. If you guys can click on that chat bubble in the bottom right-hand corner and tell me what G... E-T actually stands for, because that's one of the words that was actually to the dictionary at the end of 2023. And, and while, while you read it, um, we've got some really amazing speakers like Action and Andrew, Cosmos. Go ahead, give them a follow, give them a like, and give them some support, because they love that. I, I thought you were going to say that, Action, so I was trying to beat you to it. No, that, that, that's your thing. And I, I'm not. I'm not here to try to get followers. Hey, is anybody has anybody answered what GPT stands for? Because this is actually a really interesting one for for another use case of what our our index is for. Good question. I don't see anybody knowing. Yeah, I don't. Think, I don't think anybody Bueller, knows. Well, if if you Bueller. ask if you ask Andrew, it's not GPT. It's no, GPT. Hey, listen. Dyslexia, <laughs> verbal dyslexia is 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 something. A symptom gets worse as I'm tired, and I've uh, I've been tired for the last little while. But I got it right this time. Um, can I can I just uh, can I go ahead and 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 answer that question? Uh, being a good ET shoes, it's it, it's you can ET, please go ET for it. Stands for generative pre-trained transformer. Okay, which means you have a model. Uh, like a, the AI, uh, the out large language model is the is the coding, uh, the framework that uh, the the the, uh, the chatbot uh, works off of, and then the pre-trained transformer portion of it, the the, the PT, uh, is based off of the corpus of data that is provided. It okay. So, for example, and I might have these numbers off a little bit, but Chat GPT two. Had a uh, hundred, or say, had ten billion uh, inputs of, of of information. GPT three had a hundred billion. GPT four, I believe, was at one point one trillion. And GTP, GPT five, God, that is you got done that to me. Is I I can't remember, but it is exponential every time. Now, what that really? It's one point eight trillion. One point eight trillion. Okay, well, even better, but. Where does that, where do those numbers come from? What does that mean? 
Does anyone know on our panel? The data. Are you, are, are you quizzing well, us? We've already I, figured I, out that you're I, the smartest I, guy in the room, okay? okay? Like, you can go for okay, it. Okay, so why uh, uh, OpenAI, Sam Altman, was uh, in an interview uh, last year, and he was being uh, asked, well, Elon Musk, uh, you know, just made comments that the the deal you made with uh, Microsoft is is unfair. They could walk away from you at any point. Are you worried about that not having access to the to the funding that's required uh, uh, to, to continue work? And he said, I'm not worried about funding. I can get money anywhere. What I'm worried about is access to their data. Now, their data is not based off of metadata. That's collected when they're using when users are using Chat GPT four and any other iteration. What he's talking about there is the index data, the unstructured text-based data that is contained in their web index. Let that sink in for a second. We right now are in a situation where chat GPT, uh, well, until April of last year, you would type in any question, well, uh, what, what happened last week? And it would come back to you and say, I do not have any information uh, to be able to, uh, prior to September 2021. And then now I believe it's April 2023. Okay. What that signified was September 2021 was the day that OpenAI was uh, when entered into agreement with uh, with uh, with Microsoft, okay, and at that point they gained they got access to the most current, up to date data sets contained in their web index to be able to train their models. Now that means that nobody else they then standardized that model and let everybody it's an open source model, but you can use the model that they've got under their framework, but you can never access the same quality and co- and quantity of data to train your model on. Uh, like the, the, so that you're on an equal footing. You've got the same basic framework, which is great, but you don't have the the fuel to put into the tank to be able to actually do something innovative or competitive with them in the long run. So for the first time ever, anybody who's in the AI space will be able to access an equal a quali- uh, 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 an equal amount uh, and quality of data as big tech firms. The first time ever, and we're the only ones that will be able to provide that are willing to provide that at a fraction of the cost. Isn't that incredible? Yeah, and I think it goes even beyond that because I think people are a little bit blindsided by the fact that um, they think it's already there, right? Like when they do a search uh, on on ChatGPT, for example, it goes out and searches the web. It's using Bing. It's just using the search results. It's not actually accessing all of that data. It's, yeah, it's it's pre-filtered. Let's be serious. And like the best thing you can do is try to like load in a specific website that is one data point just a single data point we're talking about 1.8 trillion data points that these guys use for this stuff so it's a very different beast and people don't realize that they think well it can access the internet can it so it it, it can do everything that i want it no, to do and that's not quite where it's at the internet and we are also the only place in the world that updates almost a daily basis like well we will be in a position when we open up our our, our machine learning and data center for uh for the utility like data utility right outside of just searches and access um it's not going to be once every year and a half that we update what's available. It's going to be on a daily basis. Now that is an incredibly powerful tool that is, again, we're not competing with big tech. We're not trying to make 
a better data center than AWS or Azure? Well, not yet anyway. Okay? But what we are doing is making sure that there is access to the same fundamental resource that allows them to maintain the monopoly of these types of systems. And that is, that is powerful. Access to information is gonna, powerful. I'm going to slightly disagree with you there, Andrew, because I think we are building better than Azure or AWS. Way to go, because, I mean, I'm not talking about size. I'm talking about what we're building and how we're building it. Right now, half of their electricity usage goes into cooling the place. You know, that, that to me is, makes no sense. Absolutely. Like, ha- Half of it just to cool it down. I mean, that, that, that's what happens in those data centers. It's they're so crammed, they're so packed, and they're just focusing on providing that data set right there in that one building. When you decentralize things, there's so many more benefits. You get to see the different viewpoints from all over the globe, and you're not having to cool down an entire building just to keep a, a machine, you know, a computer running. When you, I mean, I, I have multiple computers literally in my garage. And then I have more uh, sitting in my office and I don't have to cool those down. It's not, it's imperceptible. Like you just can't tell the difference if they're running or they're not running. It's not enough to make a difference. And yet when you put all of these, you know, powerful PCs together, you, you got to cool it down like you crazy because otherwise. I, I, I do not dispute that you are uh, right in what you're saying, but it, is going to become apparent. And I think that they're, you know, not that it is supposed to be something that everybody is educated upon, but when you see the uh, other Web3 projects that are providing the necessary solutions for all the components to actually have something as good and as utilizable as uh, Azure or AWS. Uh, so, for example, uh, utilizing NFTs to protect personal data and to be able to compartmentalize, uh, you know, data access, but ownership and, and, and governance of it. You're going to see how complex uh, they uh, are rather than just how uh, wasteful of energy they are. We, we are building uh, a, an initiative, a collaboration of, of, of well, it's a lot of companies, but we like, there's a Web3 solution here that can be expedited through a collaboration on the Tempe uh, ecosystem, uh, which we are actively building right now to be able to make it so that there is a development hub for innovators that can actually compete because they have the same fundamental resources at hand with anything that big tech is doing. If you just got the brain power, we've got the fuel. Tommy, that's EQ. Yeah, I was going to mention... You know, that there's a bit of a cycle that's been going on for the last, you know, 30-odd years, and it started with the birth of the internet. And um, data centers effectively were the, you know, it was all to do with the Cold War, ensuring that data wasn't able to be destroyed and then cripple a society. So the internet was born and, and everything was siloed into these data centers. And then over time, the personal computer kind of um, gave birth to, hey, you can have a PC at home. And people running servers at home and then all of a sudden, you know, 10, 15 years later, everyone's migrating back to the data center with, you know, home servers. And then five years later, it all converts. They're all become pizza grade kind of servers, you know, larger kind of 42RU racks. And then it went all back to the data center. And then I feel like over the last kind of five, 10 years, it's back to that decentralized kind of viewpoint and having resource and infrastructure at home. I mean, we're kind of, in a way, talking about things like Flux, right? We're looking at AWS and these other online services that charge you a monthly fee as a service. 
Flux comes along, uses decentralization, you know, building a server instead of $200 a month, that's, you know, $2 a month. So a huge disruption there. Um, one thing I'll also mention is, uh, does everyone know about seven years, seven hours ago, Russia's Yandex was sold for $5.2 billion to a bunch of Russian investors. Um, if anyone doesn't know what Yandex is, it's one of the, uh, uh, one of our peering or one of the indexes, which we'll pair with in the future. Um, it also happens to be Russia's largest technology asset. So that will put some waves out there, I'm sure. Wow. <laughs> Any thoughts on that, Andrew? You know what, honestly, uh, I, I, I wasn't aware of that, to be honest. That's fascinating. I'm going to go and do a deep dive into that. Thanks for wasting the rest of my afternoon. Mm. <laughs> it's labeled as Russia's Google. Well, I mean, Yandex, Yandex, Yandex obviously has already been kind of fulfilling that role, right? So we, as everyone knows, or as we have said a lot, but it's not a widely known thing, is that there are only four web indexes uh, in the world right now that are, uh, you know, comprehensive in, in, in any definable way, which is Google, Bing, which we've already spoken about, Yandex, and Baidu. Now, the difference between those two uh, first ones and the two second ones is that the first two are, um, well, you know, capitalistic, democracy, open market based to some degree, but uh, ironically, mm -hmm. to not, not open market. Uh, but Yandex and Baidu are what we call sovereign nation uh, indexes. They are uh, there. Actually, it's a great, it's a, uh, it, I'm not comparing Google and Bing to the Chinese Com Communist Party uh, or to the Russian government. Okay. That is not what I'm doing here. So do not try and label me on something and get me in trouble here. But I will go out on the limb and say this, and you can, I'll argue with it all day. The reason that they have uh, a, a, a national uh, funded index in Russia and China is serving the same purposes as what is currently going on with data monopolization in the Western world. Okay. They have an index in China and that allows them to basically censor what information goes out. It controls the narrative. Right, they can. They there is government influence directly in terms of what, well, anything from blatant propaganda to just making sure that you can't, for example, look up a uh, an article about Tiananmen Square in 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 China for obvious reasons. Okay, mm -hmm. that's not just the firewall. That is, uh, it is it is partly the firewall, but it is also because you can't. It's just not in their index. They've removed it. Right. Uh, so that that is that's well, an interesting. This space just got blocked in China. Thanks, you know what? Andrew. I'm okay with that because, <laughs> because with our system, with our decentralized system, it is possible that when we make a browser, which is in the roadmap here, you will be able to, you can download that browser. We can play whack-a-mole with their sensors all day long. But once you have that browser downloaded onto your computer, you theoretically will be able to go and look up the Winnie the Pooh cartoon or a article on from the Montreal Gazette in 1989 and not have to have a VPN and not expecting a knock on the door from the state authorities. That is the power of Timpy's network. Well, Andrew, just, just yep. so you know, I've done a little bit more reading and the specifics of this Yandex deal is that it's to be paid in Chinese yuan. So it's not even, <laughs> it's being paid out in full. <laughs> The it's just like Al Capone. The proof's in the accounting, you know? Yep. Follow the dollars. <laughs> You're right. 
And I think thanks for Kitty Blaze by um, sharing that in the comments. But um, yeah, I guess my takeaway from that, I agree with everything's been already said. But um, it it just proves how valuable this stuff is. Like how valuable this huge data sets and like guys web scale oh, indicators. Hey, are. everybody who's listening right now, okay, open up open up a Google browser or a Bing browser, okay, or uh, and type in what is the most valuable resource in the world right now? What is the most valuable resource at present or today? I dare, I, 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 I'm not doing this right now. I have not just typed. It, it says Andrew's time. No, it doesn't. It <laughs> says data. It's uh, the data. data. Isn't that crazy? It used to be it used oil, to be oil. But now it used started. to be gold. It used to be what, you know, it used to be iron and it used to be bronze. It is data and access to it. That is incredible, isn't it? Really, it kind of hits home when you we see stuff like that. Well, it's not. It, it's not. It, it right. hits home, but not hard enough for us to go silent and have a moment to reflect. <laughs> it's too. We're too busy. I'm too busy. it does cause us to reflect. Like this is stuff that I think about all the time, and it's not just because like I, I, you know, day and night thinking about this. But when it hits home, like you got to think about how that data is being collected. What data? it's referring to are you talking about the data that your your tesla is looking around and gathering as it drives around or are you talking about the data that's in my email right now on a google server that they can see and know everything about me like how much of that data do i want to really share that's a lot of times my concern as well so it, it is something that i do stop and think about like let's be serious like it'd be pretty hard to get into my network as it stands right now between the different um you know <laughs> things that i have set yeah. up and the different connections i have set up and firewalls and everything else that goes along with that it, it means that i care right yeah and and 100%. this actually brought up an interesting topic because think about think about the ai that x is building x ai um it's primarily utilizing um, the Twitter metadata um, information. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. Yes, but as of now, at least it's not public information. I don't know if they get any web scale um, index that they don't want to use because that would have that would mean that they would have to pretty much share a bunch of information and revenue share with. With Google or Val, don't or don't worry. I'm working on that deal. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna sell the the Tempe data to to X. All right, don't don't you worry. I got yeah. you. All right. So speaking of X, speaking of X, guys, just so you know, we just passed five million views on our X uh, post from uh, about four months ago. That uh, that that that's encouraging when we're a week away from our TGE. It's nice. I, it's nice. I, I, I got you, Andrew. I know what you were trying to do there. You just didn't translate very well, so I got you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, okay. Uh, Tell me, you had a bunch of questions. Can you mind? You mind? Uh, we've got twenty minutes left. Let's uh, let's make sure we got some time to go through uh, at least the good ones. <laughs> yeah. So. Whoa, 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 Andrew. They're all good ones. Tommy was thinking about this all day. Okay, they're all great. Oh, they're all from Tommy. I thought. I, oh, well, in that case, they must be solid gold. No, not not all of them. I get all of the real solid gold ones from the community. Okay. So, if anyone wants to ask a question, just chuck it into the chat. Put it into the Telegram main channel or Discord. We've got some mods and admins keeping an eye on. Um, what I will do is we can 
we did have some specific questions that I thought we should have a chat about. So um, until any questions come in, we'll just start scrolling through them. So we've kind of we kind of have already touched on you know what about data and how privacy matters a little bit about governance. Um, I thought we should propose a future question. Um, who's benefiting today? Who's going to benefit tomorrow? And who's going to benefit in a year from now when it comes to data? Well, I don't. From Tempe no, or no, as a whole? Who's benefiting? I, I, I got got this. Let's, no, let's look at it just uh, from face value. Uh, who's going to benefit today? Not, uh, yeah. Companies who control the, access, the, the, the flow of data, right? It's a, okay. We are looking at a monopoly of uh, of uh, well global proportions, right? When it talk, when we talk about the the sheer economic benefit that Google makes from controlling access to 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 the web or the or the gate acting as gatekeeper, so they benefit today. Who benefits tomorrow? Uh, that is up to how well we do and how hard we work and how 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 much support we get in the community to be able to build it quickly and make sure that we are unlocking the full potential of what our, our, our ecosystem, our blockchain, our network, our platform, our, our, our community is capable of doing with data. And what are we going to, who's going to be uh, benefiting a year from now? Society, in my opinion. Those are my, those are my answers for that. Love it. Can I be a little negative, Nancy, at least for the people in the U.S.? Go on, action. I don't, on. I don't know how it works outside of the U.S., but since 2017, um, uh, Somebody that really, really benefits from all of that data is your ISP. So if you're using internet from anybody and you're using their DNS servers, guess what? They know exactly where you're going. They know exactly what you're doing and they are profited, you know, profiting off of you. They're literally selling that data and they are allowed to do so. Congress passed a resolution to eliminate the FCC privacy rules. Therefore, your ISP is free and clear to give away your personal data. Isn't that crazy? Okay, when you think about it in those terms, Kimpy is essentially a new internet. It is literally a, a it is a it is the exact same it's it's a it's a copy of what you're currently able to access without any of the bullshit. <laughs> I love that. That's been well put. Yeah. I think Interesting, just an interesting thought I got from this was actions comment. Um, when I was younger, and that's not too too long ago, but um, <laughs> um, internet started to come up, and social media wasn't a thing yet. But people were teachers and parents, or when everyone was saying, just like don't share anything personal on the internet. And nowadays, ninety percent of people share everything. On the well, internet. because and it's impossible not to. We just kind of gave up and threw up our hands, right? And, and even things you shouldn't yeah, be sharing, yeah. it's out there. But a lot of a lot of people do that voluntarily too. A lot of people do that, and and that's fine. Yeah, no, but give an, exa- give an example of what you're thinking. And people that make money. Give an out example of, of what you're thinking about there, because I, I think this is this could lead into an interesting kind of uh, side yeah. side. I got one. I, I have a Reddit account from 13 years ago that doesn't have my name or personal information on it. And then comes along Facebook and other MySpace and these other social media platforms. And now I'm being encouraged to share my name, my full name, and the things that I like, the things that I'm about. 
And guess what? That data gets harvested and used well, against but, No, but see that right there. If uh, So even on Timpy, you, if you go to Facebook and you, uh, from the Timpy network, it's now your personal choice to give that up. Whereas right now on, on the existing internet, they're all interconnected, right? Web2 is all about uh, uh, network effect monopolization. So where, whether you're on YouTube or like it, it is literally tied together so that, you, you know, you can, when you, it, it is easy, it is convenient, but when you go, oh, I want to sign up for this, you know, subscription on website. And it's like, hey, do you want to sign in through your, uh, through your Google account? Like that, that, and it, it instantly happens. Now that is always personal choice, right? But, but, well, but, but it's, but it's no, not, no, 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 Andrew, no, that's my problem no, with it. It is for right now. And this kind of comes into that future question where who's going to benefit down the road. We are building a system where you could have a Web3 version of Facebook, a Web3 version. Like, uh, Tommy, imagine if your OnlyFans account was on uh, the Timpu ecosystem, okay? You would own your corpus of, of content, right? You would be yours forever so that you would be able to sit there. Yeah, but I still wouldn't make any well, money. Well, you know, you might. It might. There might be some weird <laughs> fetishes that come out down the road. But what I'm getting at is that we, there could be... A, a web there there will be pardon me there will be a web three version of all of the, like all of the existing social medias in the span of five to ten years but right now they don't have the 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 stage with which to go and create that right because yes there's all the all the components where you can nft your own kind of your own content right but you can't put it up on YouTube because YouTube is the price. Taker is a price maker, right? They control your content. They control whether you are being monetized and all that, that so on and so forth. But because we don't have essentially access to the data required to be and the network required to be able to uh, to be able to create these um, uh, Redux versions, these Web three versions of all these existing kind of platforms, you can't integrate the same amount of personal privacy security as you would like because it's just not controlled by you. It's controlled by three or four companies. So that's and, where we're, and, that's and, where we're and, heading, man. I, 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 I truly believe it. Yeah. Well, and the, I'm, I'm, the, the portion that I was saying that it's wrong right now, it, it, I know that I'm sharing my own personal data however I see fit. That's not what I have a problem with. The issue comes in when you go to any website and you're browsing the web and all of a sudden you, see, you, you look up your cookies and there is something called MetaPixel that's tracking your data. That's the problem to me. It's not that I'm sharing that, you know, my, my, my kid pooped for the first time. Who cares about yeah. that? The problem is that I am now being tracked across the Internet. And any of my actions, any of my behaviors is getting tracked and linked back to me. So the fact that I share a picture yeah. on a social media platform is not the problem. The problem is the additional data harvesting that takes place everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And also, one thing I'll mention is the... I think the data harvesting is, I mean, it always has good intentions to start with, but for example, a lot of the um, corporate sector, um, a thing called SASE is becoming more and more apparent in Web2. So effectively, a big corporation that has a large network, they run a zero trust kind of model where their partners, their interconnected APIs and employees are all considered effectively potential risks. And so ensuring that the applications that are used on the network and, and SASE is this this term referred to as this collective bunch of technologies so that, for example, an employee goes to work 
He's not a chance that he can go to a dodgy website. Everything that he needs to access within that network is all there. I mean, this kind of goes back to the whole thin client stuff where, you know, you don't need to download any apps at work. Everything's installed for you. But again, all of that tracking data and all of this is to stop these dodgy bad actors. And I think this is the bit where that thin line is kind of occurring is that how do we ensure that we're not tracking users, but how do we also ensure that our users are who they're meant to be? That the users are not someone as a bad actor, someone who's um, have found an exploit or identified a hole to get in. And so this is where I think the Web3 kind of stuff really helps the Web2 because we're having these abilities to be able to track at least going, this is a real user, it's not a bot, and we know they're in this vicinity, but we don't need to know anymore because effectively they're considered a trusted user. It's a, it's a little bit of a dark hole and a bit of a dark art, but um, it's definitely an area that's been growing it's a lot more. scary, man. Like, just think about it this way. I don't need to worry about who has access to my ring camera, you know, uh, video footage because they are trusted and only people from within, within their network. Like, that's wild. I mean, do I have a ring camera? Yes. What do I use it for? My chickens. That's it. <laughs> Okay, I actually have an interesting question about this. This is kind of off script, but um, I would love to get your opinions on this. So what do you think? Yeah, about everything, everything's off script. Come on now. <laughs> um, what do you think about ad blockers? Because essentially what keeps internet and a lot of the content in it um, free? Well, free in quotation marks. But um, if if um, ad blockers would become a wider thing, um, would it would it be a negative thing for the internet? Or what do you guys think? And what's what's I, something that Web three can kind of now? Um, I, I think compact, I think compact on that. I think the ad blockers make out like they're blocking the ad, and it's like you don't get to watch it, which is true. But that doesn't mean the ad blocker isn't watching it and taking the profits. So. I think the money's still moving around. It's just that the user doesn't have to be, you know, forced to sit there. I guess it's like the brave model. Yeah, not, not, not always. Not always. There are. I mean, a lot of ad blocking takes place at the DNS level. Um, and I do understand. Uh, man, I can actually refer you guys to a really good YouTube video. I think Linus Tech Tips a while back. This was probably three years ago. Touch on this. And Actually, this it, sounds like we might be making a new space, another space in the future that we could talk about this stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, but ultimately his approach was as, you know, Linus Tech Tip, the company, he wants everybody to not use ad blockers because they benefit from it. They're getting ad revenue from it. Mm -hmm. But then he stops halfway through that conversation and goes, but as a decent human being that believes that you should not be forced to see things you don't want to see you should have the choice in your hands. And that's kind of how I feel. I mean, do I benefit from ads on, you know, the, the, my YouTube channel? Absolutely. They pay pennies on a dollar. Yeah, it sucks. But to me, I think I'm more concerned with users having the choice versus how much I can monetize my views. To me, that's way more important. And I think that's where we kind of have to, to think about things. Um, it's not so much of, uh, is it right or wrong? It's more of, should users have the right to make that decision themselves? Love it. Agree. Um, actually, I've just invited Kyle up. He's one of our, uh, sorry, Val. 
I've got, sorry, I've got no, no, Kyle, no, who's one of our long-term speakers. And every time we have one of these spaces, he always asks very thought-provoking questions. Um, but Kyle, if you, if you, if you want to, if you want to share your thoughts, please, we always love hearing you speak. Um, Kia ora whanau and happy Waitangi Day to everybody in New Zealand. Today's a significant day for everybody from Aotearoa. It's a, uh, it's significant, so I just wanted to acknowledge that. Um, I didn't want to take a lot of time. Thank you for the opportunity to speak. Um, I think, you know, I've, I've been in this space for four years and I'm not the most technically minded human that attends these spaces, but I found Timby, you know, 20, 23 months ago, whatever it was, and I just fell in love with the concept at the time. And I think. The world needs to hear about what has been developed with Timpy because the potential of the structure and the low cost and the data protection and with digital identification coming, there is a significant amount of uh, – there's realities here with Timpy that are challenging the status quo that exists at the moment. And previously, this hasn't existed. So this is a, a new opportunity, and and I see this as a gift to my grandkids. This is, this is how passionate I am about what Timpy is building here. So, you know, if we keep maintaining our habits, nothing is going to change. Timpy is bringing something different. So anybody who's in the audience, I congratulate you for being present. You know, I want everybody in this space to do well. I care not about bias of where you come from or, or what you are. I want this to be a significant development for humanity. I don't want to go out and chase a dollar on a flipping an NFT. I really want to find technology that is, I can't see anything. Maybe, maybe this platform X could potentially have this wide scale reach to humanity that what Timpy's potential is because with daily daily users of 5 billion people across the planet utilizing search engine technology what else is there that i'm seeing that's challenging you know this the reality of our world at the moment and i can't find anything and i challenge i'm interested to know if there's anything else so um i'll zip it but i'll just say go and tell you know if you're listening here in the space tell somebody about this who are your friends in this space not because it's going to pump the Timpy bag, because it's actually bringing utility to the world. And we, you know, we deserve to share this with other people because I've, um, Tame said at the beginning, I've had the pleasure of, you know, speaking with pretty much everyone on the team over the, the two years that I've been involved with them. And every conversation has been enlightening. So, and I know the information on the back end. This is a solid project. They are really committed to doing something to this space. And I would implore everybody just to go and just share it with one friend daily or whatever. But yeah, thank you. If you I'll, I'll zip it in case you wanted to get to questions. And thank you to Finn from Spaces for showing up. That was unexpected. And thank you. Well said, Kyle. Every time you, you always, um, you put us, to, you put me to shame in terms of your speeches. So you might be replacing me So. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, wow. look, we, yeah, we are, we're... that's very, yeah, I agree with everything you said. That's amazing. And it's exactly what 
what kind of Andrew said earlier is, is this benefiting society uh, as a whole, not just our token holders our, or node runners or essentially we all believe that this will, this is something that will change the world in the better. So thank you for that, Kyle. Yeah. And Kyle, you're never going to replace Tommy because I wouldn't have anybody to make fun of. So we, we need Tommy to stick <laughs> around and I'd feel bad making fun of you. Um, exactly. But to, to your point, Kyle, like, there's so many little things that are happening uh, like under the hood that people uh, don't even know about it yet. Like I had, you know, and, and I don't mind talking about the bad. Um, some people were very upset about airdrops and all of this stuff. And I'm like, do you even know how it's going to work? And they're like, well, no, people are going to get stuff for free. I was like, no, there's things that you need to do to be able to qualify for that airdrop. Like it's not just a free for all. And then beyond that, there's a lot of little details that are being built in the background right now that I feel blessed to be a part of, to be, you know, to be able to give my input into. And I, you know, I don't know how public this has been, but part of what's being built are personal dashboards. And I will name, I will call out uh, Mice Media right now because they were selling NFTs for a pretty penny uh, with a goal of having your own personal dashboard. And what happened to them? They're gone. They rugged and people have these great ideas for the space and things that they want to do for people, but they don't seem to stand the test of time. And Tempe, well, here we are. We do want to provide that for people and like start out for free. Like you don't have to spend any money to be able to get that personal dashboard, right? Are there, you know, up sales and way for a way for you to purchase NFC? Sure. We're going to, we're going to build all that stuff in, but at its core, we want to be able to users to come in. And be able to use this technology because it's really, really important that we have that data sovereignty, that we own our own stuff, because that's what we're lacking in right now. Like we're sitting right now using somebody else's server um, that most of us, if I see little checkboxes next to your name, you're paying for. And it's all it all belongs to somebody else. I can't wait for the day where we can really be in a decentralized um, environment where I can say that I really truly own my data, that I can, you know, let's say even post videos, post all of this stuff and truly be the owner of my own domain. Because right now, even talking about domain names right there is a, is a perfect example. I don't own my domain name. I'm basically renting it just like everybody else. None of this belongs to us. And I just saw Serenity pop in. What's going on, Serenity? I really appreciate you jumping in here. Um, it, it, this is, we're, we're literally changing the world. Yes, it's one node at a time. It's one search at a time. It's one, one page index at a time. But it adds up. And the more we keep pushing forward, I, just the better this experience is going to be for everyone involved. 100% action. Fully agree. And you know, one thing that I think I really liked that Kyle mentioned was, you know, he he's he's what Timpy is. He's leaving for his kids, and I'm sure you know. Action, you've got kids. I've got kids, and you and I are probably the same, right? It's like, what are we doing today so that tomorrow I can leave something for my kids? I mean, some people do it in the form of a house. You know, they buy a home, make sure that the kids have got a home when they're you know older. I mean, for me, it, it kind of was always like, I can't, I'm not going to be able to afford university for my son and my daughter. But this this gave me an opportunity to work on something that would be worth more in the future so that I could do that. Um, I would love it if, you know, it meant more. But at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's I'm just trying to make sure that my kids do have something um, in the future. And 
Um, if it means I have to put in a couple of years effort, if it means I have to, you know, continue down this path for another three years, I, I'm going to be here. We're we're bang on eleven o'clock, everyone. I normally normally at this time, I think we ask everyone to um, give us a like, a follow, share with friends. But just thank you, everyone, for arriving today. It's been um, we haven't necessarily followed our standard format, but um, I, I think I like this hangout style a little more. Don't you agree, Action? Yeah, we'll leave the structure stuff for for Gareth and your. Yeah, we'll, we'll, agree. We'll just come in here, and have a good time, and talk about what's important to us. And with that, Kyle, being Kyle, tomorrow, Kyle, you, Kyle, like you can't raise your hand, man. Like if we're gonna do this the right way, you just gotta unmute yourself and start talking. Go for it. Well, I just wanted to thank the people who have been around and giving support to Timpy. You know, I don't have a big voice in this space, and I don't come, you know, to Twitter. I'm I'm old as a human, but I don't come to Twitter to gather followers. You know, I, you guys are much better at doing that, and the effort that you all put in. You know, that's for you as well, Hoss. I saw Sefi pop in here before. You know, I think it's, you know, my role is just really trying to spread it to people because I'm not a massive shiller in the space. But if I can spread it to the right people and get some, you know, involvement from you guys that are actually putting a lot of effort in, in helping. I mean, you're good people in the space. So I just wanted to acknowledge that your involvement is really is critical and is a critical element in helping Timpy to, to evolve. So thanks to you guys. All right. I'm going to make fun of Kyle. Kyle, you're wrong, man, because I can tell you firsthand that the things that you tweet out, the things that you say, they have an impact. Like there are groups of influencers out there that will share things with each other from the little guys, quote unquote. And you might think that your voice is not being heard, but man, believe me, it is. Like the things you post out there, they matter. Like we, the reach that let's say influencers, right? Influencers are nothing, absolutely nothing without the network that propels them forward. So I, I get where you're coming from, but your your voice means so much more than you even realize. And like that, that's perfect that Serenity came in here. Like Serenity like found my YouTube channel early days, early, early days. And now he's running a YouTube channel of his own. He's running his own stuff. He just got monetized recently. It's really cool. And it's exciting to see people grow in the space. You might think that your voice is not as important as others. Sometimes I'd say it's more important than others because guess where these influencers are getting their information from? Guess where they're finding out who to talk about and what to talk about? It's from you guys. That's where it, that's where it stems from. That's where it all starts, you know? Um, like Miss Gecko over there, like Miss Miss Gecko's the bomb. I don't know if you guys follow Miss Gecko or not, but like the the spaces that she runs, like that talk about influencers. It's not about the number. It's not about being an influencer. It's about being influential, right? Take a yeah, look well, at the people that follow you. Sometimes that matters right. so much more than the number of people that you have following you. Absolutely, I believe that we're the custodians of the space. You know, we're the people that keep the light on. We've, we've, most of us have wandered through the beer market and we've, you know, experienced some, some hardships along the journey, but we're the ones that are keeping this flame alive. So people who come, you know, after us will find that this space isn't what the, the world outside is telling people. You know, the war isn't internally, it's, an, it's, a, it's a battle against the technology that currently exists. So 
anybody that is, is participating, you're early to Timpi. Welcome to the community. Please know that you know the team has your best interests at heart. That that they're not doing anything untoward to the community, from the early people to the recent people to the today people. This is about a long-term game, and it's not just about you know this moment. As significant as the next two weeks will be, um, I think you know from the community that needs to be expressed to the community because there has been you know a little bit of confusion as to what things have how things have transpired but this is brand new technology in a ever-changing field of uncertainty and Timpy are here and they are here for a long time so I just I mean they're all beautiful words with a with a sexy accent but you know they really do come from the heart <laughs> love it all right everyone I think we're we're about to wrap up. Just as a final note, as as the guys have said, go go over and follow Terra Spaces. Go over and follow Serenity. Go follow some of these really clever individuals in the space. Uh, they're running spaces all the time. Action. Um, Kyle needs some followers. He might need a couple. Um, but thank you all. Appreciate your time. And as always, this will be recorded for playback. And tune in for tomorrow. We've got some really exciting stuff. And I think that's your cue, DJ. Wait, well, am I am I playing playing us out? Is that is that what's happening right now? Please, and not any copyright material. I don't want to deal with any legal stuff. I mean, it, it really is that is that how it works? They don't. Okay, they don't go, do on, that to go, us. On, go on. Yeah, yeah, I, I I can do whatever. Is it what you mean? Go on. Yes, you can. Alright, cool. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality, stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless, trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets. Dead ants dragging out the max amount of payments. Red down days, got them acting all bankless. Yo, fam, what? Check these tokenomics. They probing this bear, flexing broken honest. I had to lay my soul down. I'm just roasting knotters, and then to end a long day, 11 bowls of chronic. Never known the politic, I was born to frolic. It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot. We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top. We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom. Over impossible loss, it's all moss, and I'm liking the odds. Bond doing the morning, forming mycological bonds. Flick the cap, yo, the road is highly involved. Flip a coin, diary falls. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy. Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come, first serve mentality. Teeth stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked in non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is played for keeps Clowns, white knight, and all these Maybellines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community all these low-hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach, coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few Z's And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got
got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Say and wonder about the worth and plate Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Spaces. <laughs>